Michigan loses another close one. Getting beat by the Gophers by a bucket. Welcome in the Michigan basketball postgame extra. It is over at the Chrysler Center. 73-71 to 71 is the final. Michigan goes down the first time this year, starting back up in Big Ten play at home in Ann Arbor, and things were looking pretty good at the half, but it was all Minnesota in the second half, and Michigan really played a sloppy, sloppy game. Not a lot to look at and lean on in the positive department when it comes to the maize and blue in the second half when they look at this tape. They're going to look at this tape, and they're going to – I don't know if they're going to kick themselves, but there's not anything that they're going to pull out and say, yeah, we really like that. You know, after – their last game against McNeese State, which was a real low point uh, for this season. And I would say in the Juwan Howard tenure here, and uh, you could argue and say, well, last year, Central, and what about? Sure, uh, you could make the argument, but that just was my opinion. You're looking for a team to come out and, you know, play with some heart and fight back, certainly at home. And Juwan Howard, after the McNeese State game, said that that McNeese State uh, brought the juice and we didn't. And he said he was definitely concerned. Now, when you say that, I'm thinking that they're going to have a hard week in practice and this team's going to come out and, man, they are just going to be flying up and down the floor. They're going to play with with big-time intensity. And I watched the – New the last press conference that Juwan Howard had, and it was a, a preview of this game. And he was talking about what they worked on in practice. And, you know, he, he pointed to effort. And he also pointed that – pointed out that his team needed to be – they needed to be competitive. They needed to be competitors. But – it didn't seem like that was the the issue in this game tonight. It was just it was bad play. It was sloppy play. It was lack of execution. It was turnovers. It, you know that's what went on in this game. There was nothing. And it, you know, I don't know. They're just not that good of a team. So when you get to that point, you start pointing to the heart and the, um, you know, we need to be better competitors and. You don't like hearing things like effort and that the other team brought the juice and we didn't, but that's where it sits right now. But tonight it was just, uh, it was poor play. Now, all that being said, you know, Michigan had with 10 seconds to go, they had a three pointer from Olivier Kamwa who couldn't have been any more wide open. I mean, he was uh, standing out there just up at the top of the circle, probably holding it for two seconds, nobody within five feet of him. And he doesn't make the three. Michigan gets the uh, ball again with under 10 seconds to go. They give it to Doug McDaniel. Those are the two guys that you would say, hey, those are the guys that we want shooting the ball in a one-possession game, certainly with under 10 seconds to go. And McDaniel went in and, you know, tried a a running hook shot that came up uh, empty, and Michigan loses it by two points. That's where it's at right now. And this has been a trend for Michigan now for a year and a half. So, it's not like, you know, it's it's pounding on the team or something like that. This team can't win a close game. If it's a close game, I mean, they had an opportunity tonight to do that and try to, you know, get off to Schneid in some of these close games because they've lost them all this year, and that was the 
the tail of the tape. I think the only game that I can remember in recent memory that they won that was a close game was when Hunter Dickinson threw up that, like, I don't know, 35-foot three-pointer. Was that against Indiana last year? Other than that, they don't win close games. Uh, they lose them. And, you know, it's uh, you, you can you can say it's nice to be in it's something. We've gone over this uh, before as well. It's something to be at least in the game, but not being able to pull out uh, your share of them. Uh, is a big problem. So we've known here for uh, a little bit, at least a few games, that the NCAA tournament, not that uh, heading into the season, people were overly optimistic about Michigan getting into the NCAA tournament, but after their real nice three-game start, there was uh, a little bit of promise there. That has certainly gone by the boards, and I think now that you look at it and you say, you know, this team isn't a – this team's not going to be a 500 team. Likely, I don't think they're going to be a 500 team. So you're you're talking about not getting into the NIT, and you know this will be now three years ago. Now the regular season didn't go so well, but they they got some wins at the end of the year. The uh, against Ohio State on the last game of the year, and you know they they got into the tournament and then they won two games. So uh, even though things were uh, not looking great that year. They got in and they won some games. So it was a credit to the the program and Juwan Howard. You know, last year was a real step back with the team that they had, not being able to get into the tournament. You know, it's a pass-fail situation when you're a a program like Michigan and the kind of, uh, you know, where they're at. You know, this is uh, a a Juwan Howard this is his fifth year, you know, last year in his fourth year. If it was his first year, you didn't have a team or something, you know, you look and say, okay. But no, last year was the fourth year. You know, they're expected to make the tournament. So, all right, you know, what do you do? You get a pass. You're not going to move on after one year. But, you know, this is going to be a uh, – as being as, as nice as we can about anything, this is going to be a pivotal year for Juwan Howard. And, and so far, uh, this team, even though – there hasn't been really uh, any expectations for them. They've underachieved. They haven't looked good uh, since their first three games where they looked great. And now they look the opposite of that. So that's just where it sits. That's where it's at. And that's where we are. You know, so I'll take some of the feedback. Jared is talking about the, uh, this era should be over. It could be, I mean, like, it's not going to be over like they're not going to make a move during the season. We know that. Uh, Jared pointing out a five-minute-plus stretch at the end without a field goal. Yeah, that kind of uh, uh, speaks for itself. Kevin is talking about getting Juwan and Ward out of here, ASAP, please. Um, yeah, you know, the the second part there, Kevin, you know, you're, you got the wrong person here. Like, you know, Ward Manuel's done a really good job. I know you, you know, I don't know what you look at when it comes down to what the athletic director is supposed to do. And I do think that there are plenty of people. In fact, there are probably more people that agree with you than would agree with me, but you know, um, Ward Manuel is doing a good job. He has done a good job at Michigan uh, so far. Now, what will he do after the season? You know, that's going to be a big move for uh, Ward Manuel. Ward Manuel could, you know, all of this, I'm, I'm not, it sounds like I'm praising him. I, I'm just saying that the, uh, 
the mob mentality towards him is, you know, I'm on the other side of that, but uh, he could have a lot of big things about a big decisions to make. We don't know. We, we obviously have a, a big football game that's going to be played on Monday and some big decisions by, um, you know, the football coach. And then, you know, you, so you, and like, look, let's just say he could have uh, a football opening and a basketball opening. So I think we all know what the football opening, uh, what would happen. And, you know, we don't know if there would be something with a, uh, um, a basketball. We don't know if there's going to be that opening, but I mean, can we say it's trending that way? Yeah, I, I think we can say that. Let's look at some of the numbers in this game. You know, Michigan was uh, up at the half in this one. They went with the same starting lineup they have in every game uh, with the exception of one. And in a game number 14 on the season, back to Big Ten action to open up the new year. Wolverines look looking to get back to 500. And, you know, they're, they're favored at home against Minnesota. You look at the Ken Palm numbers, and, you know, even though uh, Minnesota had 11 and – I'm sorry, a 10-3 and three record heading into this game, and, and, and Michigan was sitting there at 6-7. and seven. Michigan was the favorite – and then you, I looked at, at Ken Palm and, and Michigan had, I don't know, like a, a 20 spot um, difference in Michigan's favor. So Ken Palm did not really like the Gophers. And, you know, Minnesota didn't really do anything that looked impressive at all tonight. Uh, it was a sloppy game on their side. They hit a couple threes at the end. They got a dunk at the end. Obviously, they won the game. So you give them credit that way. But it's not like you're – this one had the feel tonight – of a, a first round Big Ten tournament 11 14 game. That's what it, it kind of felt like. Or a 12 13 matchup on that Wednesday. That's what this game looked like with the level of play that was out there and how the teams were playing. Now, having said that, let's look at those numbers uh, again. Namari Burnett had 17 and four points, uh, four rebounds. Uh, nice looking stat line, at least on the on the point side. Olivier Kamwa mentioned he had that three pointer, that clean look to give Michigan a one point lead with uh, a ten seconds to go, and he wasn't able to hit that one. But Kamwa sixteen points to go with eight boards, and he had one assist. Terrace Reed Jr. turned his ankle at the end of this game, got it taped up, got back in there for the last possession or two. Pretty good game here if you're. Looking for the the silver linings and really looking really close. Like what uh, Terrace Reed, I think would be uh, you could put him in that department. Fourteen points, eleven boards, the double double for the uh, for the big man, the sophomore out of St. Louis, Missouri. Doug McDaniel, not a very good game when you consider that you know you, you know I consider Doug McDaniel to be a star. Nine points, six boards, six assists, three of 11 from the field. Missed the last shot to tie the game, one of four from downtown. Not a good night for Doug McDaniel. TW2 coming off a uh, good performance. He was the one guy that had the silver lining last game. Not so this game. Seven points, three boards, and assist, two of nine from the field for TW2. Not good from the bench. Will Cheddar, the Minnesota native, Stewartville, Minnesota, the redshirt sophomore, five points and two of five. And 
whoever the big man was from Minnesota, he was uh, he was on Cheddar. Cheddar would go up and get his shot blocked. He would go up again. He would get his shot blocked by that same gopher who was just sitting on Will Cheddar. And uh, I know it's got to be disappointing when you're going against your uh, uh, home university like that. Trey Jackson had a sweet dunk on uh, in the open floor in the second half of this game. Highlight reel dunk by Trey, but that was it. Three points and uh, one board, one of three from the field. Jackson almost had another alley-oop dunk and, you know, consecutive right after that, which would have been a great sequence. But, um, you know, that didn't happen. And then he split a pair of three free throws. Uh, Yo-Yo got in. And nothing there across the board for Yo-Yo. So Michigan falls to six and eight on the season, and Minnesota improves to eleven and three. That's kind of the tail of the tape as we take a look at it. Let's take a look at the upcoming schedule, and that is brought to you by the Maize and Blue Review. Good afternoon, Michigan football and basketball, which you can hear three times a week. Uh, this week, uh, almost every day, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we'll be with you on this very feed tomorrow at 2 o'clock in that upcoming schedule. Michigan will be back in action this Sunday. A noon start at the Chrysler Center. Right back at home on the Big Ten Network, a noon start in Ann Arbor, the Nittany Lions. Was that who was playing Michigan State tonight? Because Michigan State came out and obliterated their opponent tonight. And, you know, I say that that's who it is because I was watching that game. And then sometimes you say it and you want to just make sure you double check. Yet uh, 92-61, Penn State got run off the floor up at the Jack in East Lansing. Penn State will come in and, you know, um, another chance for Michigan to get off the schneid and try to get a victory because then – after that, you start looking at it at Maryland versus Ohio State and versus Illinois. You don't see a whole lot of wins there for Juwan Howard and company. Thanks so much for watching and listening. We'll talk with you after the game. You Michigan basketball fans, we're here after every Michigan basketball game, win or lose. So we'll talk with you on Sunday after Michigan-Penn State. This one's over. It goes down in the book, 73-71 to Minnesota. The Gophers improved to 11-3. Michigan falls to 6-8 and eight on the season. Hey, everybody. Have a great night.